can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. So it is our final episode of this year. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. When did we start? September. September. But yeah. we, we started recording in, in August, August, early August. Yeah. So it's been, it has been like... It's been a journey. It's been a real Thanks journey. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We will be back. Don't worry. Yeah, We're well, just taking a little break. We are both taking a break because we are going... Oh, I'm going away. Hannah's going on a hippie retreat. <laughs> I am going on a hippie retreat. Can't wait to tell you all about it next time. Um, and we will be taking a few weeks off so just make sure you're subscribed and mm-hmm. you'll be notified when the new episode, yeah, when the new episode comes out yeah. next year and if you haven't reviewed the whole season please review please review because i need something to read while i'm at home in my spare time so much appreciated so we thought with this episode we'd do some rapid fire questions because um we think this is a really important part of the podcast is you guys engaging with us and we really love getting your questions if you love this episode we can do more of them just let us know yeah Sorry, there's no cringy convo this week, but can we start? Do we have any cringy questions? No, uh, not really. <laughs> what about tips for hiding big red pimples? Um, okay, so my tip for hiding pimples is not to keep layering concealer over the top because pimples are textured. So you really don't want to put too much coverage on that. I would recommend color correcting instead. So Barry M have a color correcting wand, which is green. So green counteracts redness. So if you dab a little bit of that onto the pimple, um, that will help to neutralize the redness. And then you can layer a concealer over the top. Um, and I also love the Kryolan Concealer Wheel, which I use under my eyes because that's better for like counteracting blue and purple tones. Okay, this came up a lot. How to reapply sunscreen during the day if you're wearing makeup. This did come up a lot. And also, can I just say I'm really proud of everyone being so sun smart. I know. It's So amazing. many people have sent messages and stuff saying that they're now using SPF daily. And I'm so proud. I'm really glad that people are being sun smart. So reapplying sunscreen during the day if you're wearing makeup is tricky because obviously you don't want to take all your makeup off and apply your sunscreen again. So you can use a powder sunscreen with an SPF in it. So some powder sunscreen screens that have SPF that we range, uh, Color Science Sun Forgettable, ASAP Pure Mineral Powder, which I really love, the Jane Idale Amazing Base and Cogendo UV Face Powder. They all have quite a high SPF rating. So you can just dust them on before you go on your lunch break if you leave the office to go for lunch or on your way home if you're in the sun on your commute um, and you want to have additional um, sun protection. They're all good products. At what age can you start using retinol? Um, I would say my preference with using retinol would be early to mid 20s at the earliest, unless you have another concern that you're actually trying to treat. So if you had pigmentation showing up really early or you had acne concerns, then you would obviously introduce that a lot earlier. You could start using it in your late teens if you wanted to. Um, The oral form of vitamin A, which is Roaccutane, is often prescribed to teenagers. So if you would prefer to use that topically, you can use that to help. 
um, counteract acne, um, but also pigmentation concerns as well. So I would say for anti-aging benefits, probably early to mid twenties. I reckon I could have started using it at twenty. It's great. Yeah. Just, it's great for your skin. Texture. I put it off for quite a while. Okay. I, I probably only started using it regularly when I was about twenty-three, yeah. and even now I only use it once a week. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite so, an irritating ingredient, even yeah, for my skin. Yeah, and you build up to it yeah. anyway. So, Can mixing serums be dangerous? Um, so this came up a lot because people were wondering whether they could mix different brands and different ingredients and things like that. And, of course, um, you know, if you're using products from different brands, you can definitely do that. The only thing I'd point out is to be careful when mixing things with retinol and other acids like AHAs and BHAs because um, if they're not formulated to be used together, they can be a bit irritating on the skin. So I'd just be careful with um, how you're mixing those products into your routine. I prefer to use a retinol on its own and then only hydrating ingredients. I don't um, really like to mix an AHA or a BHA with my retinol. But Hannah, one of your favorite products is the the Alpha Alpha H power peel, which has both. So that has both glycolic acid and Mm -hmm. retinol and it's a peel. And And that's um, formulated to to be be honest, you could not use that every night. You would use it I would start once a week and yep. then build build up to two times a week, but I don't use it more than twice a week. Yeah. So that's probably retinol is just the one to be careful of if you're mixing, but everything else generally will be okay together. So there was lots of questions about fine lines and crepey skin. So I'm going to answer this one because I know what you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. Joanna has no effing idea. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen a crepey fine line <laughs> on your skin. So in my experience, topical skincare can help with so many things like texture, tone, radiance, radiance, plumpness, making Mm -hmm. you look glowy, all those sorts of things. The one thing that I want to say, I do get like occasionally get some DMs like, oh, what skincare are you using? Your skin looks so smooth. I get Botox. I don't think that topical skincare can do absolutely everything. Yeah, that's so true. And I don't want to like say to you guys like, oh, yeah, my it's my skincare routine mm-hmm. only. Um, I do get Botox around my eyes and on my forehead. And I really think that it's really up to you whether or not you want to get that or not yeah. get that or you're interested in getting it. Because at the end of the day, aging is like a natural part of life and yep. you are going to notice fine lines and wrinkles as you get older. So... I think there's kind of two options with this. I would like, you know, we've spoken about JLo having beautiful, smooth skin, mm-hmm. but like, is that all on her yeah. skincare routine? Yeah. And, and that's fine if she yeah. wants to have injectables. Totally fine. It's totally you fine. do you, as yeah. we always say. We've seen some beautiful women in their 60s with, you know, aging skin. They look beautiful. Yeah. And, and that's probably from topical skincare. Yeah. And they've yeah. got glowy, beautiful skin, mm-hmm. but. You def- they definitely have lines on there. Yeah. So I guess it's either kind of an acceptance of the aging process and that mm. doesn't happen overnight. I know that. That's yeah. something that you have to work at. <laughs> yep. But also I would say that in my experience that Botox is definitely probably the most effective treatment mm-hmm. for the signs of aging yep. in those areas that you can get it. And I don't currently get Botox, but I certainly will be looking at it as soon as I have visible lines. But I currently maintain my skin with just skincare. And you can go back to episode three if you want to learn more mm-hmm. about injectables. Now, this is actually, someone did ask this, but I actually have the same question mm-hmm. for you. How do I use active ingredients like retinol in my routine with fake tan? Okay, so I've got a, a lot of people ask me this too. I've got a little trick about it. So I only use retinol once a week, but I use other actives in my routine, which obviously fade fake tan over time. Um, but I do my retinol night the night before my fake tan night. 
so that I've got a whole week without using retinol. And then the night before I redo my fake tan, I've done my retinol. I still use things like AHAs and BHAs in my routine, which will obviously fade fake tan, as you would know. Mm -hmm. Um, But I find that retinol is really the key thing that does that. So I do that the night before. But if you are using retinol more regularly, you may have to use your face tan more regularly. Um, what's your take on it? So I have two tricks. Mm. First of all, if I'm doing like an event on, on the weekend, I will use actives from Sunday to Thursday yeah. and then I'll fake. Cause I use more, I probably use more actives than you more regularly is yeah. it, as in the yeah. retinols and the acids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And literally your tan does not stay on. Like yeah. I don't, unless I don't know what you can do about it. Your tan just does not stay on. So I then fake tan on a Thursday or a Friday and then I don't use those actives until Sunday again. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just pale during the week and tanned <laughs> on the weekend. Um, I don't think I've ever seen you look pale. I look pale right now. You Are you kidding? No. You don't look pale at all. Okay. That's me tanned. <laughs> but my face. No. Oh, okay. Doesn't look pale at all. <laughs> Guys, I have a problem. <laughs> She's got a real complex. I just like love being tanned. <laughs> yeah. Not not fake tanned. Fake tanned, not Correction. real tanned. Correction. <laughs> um, just on that as well, you can also use gradual tans that you can use nightly as well, like the Tan Lux Super Glow you can actually use in your routine nightly to maintain that level of colour. I prefer to use that once a week and just on its own, but you can use it gradually. Okay, next question. How much size-wise should I be using of cleanser, serum and moisturiser? Mm-hmm. So that's an easy one. I feel like a lot of people really overuse their products. They're wasting product. I see a lot of people pouring things into their palms. I personally don't do that because I, I do. Find, I know. <laughs> I can see it in so- your face. <laughs> Um, I use so much serum. It's not enough. You don't even want to know. Like if your partner uses your skincare, you do not want to know how much product they're using because they're probably pouring out half the tube. But all you need for cleanser is like a 20 cent size piece, serum, a pearl size and moisturizer, a 10 cent. 10 cent why can't I say 10 cent? I don't 10 know. cent piece. So you really don't need much. Um, you don't want to use not enough, but you also don't want to be wasting product either. So I think just knowing how much product is required to cover your face and neck and or face, neck and decolletage is, yeah, it'll help you save a lot of product. I'm sorry, but a pearl-sized serum is not going to cover my face, neck and decolletage. You probably need more if you're yeah. going to do your whole neck. I think I would yeah. do two pumps. If I'm doing, if you were doing neck, your chest, as, chest well, as well, absolutely. Um, but one pump neck, for... neck and face should be a pearl size amount. So Hannah, what's the? You're more versed in this than I am. What's the best way to stay on top of your beauty rituals while you're traveling? Yes, I travel a lot. I know. And before I started at a door, I didn't take anything. So I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> um, so I went on a trip earlier this year, and I travel really light. I take like a tiny backpack. Mm-hmm. Um, Joanna can't believe that I take a backpack Mm, traveling, mm, mm. so I can't take much with me. So I have like just a few things. I ditch the actives when I'm away. I always go to hot destinations, Mm -hmm. so I ditch the actives. Um, So I take a face tan and a gradual tanning body moisturizer because I want to be glowy and tanned, but I don't want to tan. So I use Tan Lux. They've got a face tan called The Face, and they've also got um, it's called The Butter, and it's a gradual Mm, body. Kate loves that one too. I also will always use a hyaluronic acid serum and a vitamin B serum and a moisturizer. So, yes, they're active, but they're not um, irritating ingredients. Yeah, they're not resurfacing treatments. And always an SPF 50 plus, Mm -hmm. a gentle cleanser. And then I I think when I'm overseas, I like to wear a lot less makeup. I literally will take like a really light coverage foundation or a BB or a CC cream and a lip balm. And, of course... 
I can't go without my GHD. <laughs> no, we know that I you know. can't. <laughs> Literally, I, I remember being on a Can trip. we put up that photo of your hair, please, on our yeah, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. people know why you yeah, take yeah, yeah. your GHD? So in the past, um, I've actually travelled without a straightener when I was younger and because my hair, I'm like, I'll be fine not fine. I end up going to some like dodgy hair salon on the streets of some tiny town in Brazil. This happened and I got my hair chemically straightened and then it fell out and I had a reverse mullet. (laughs) This is just next level risk taking. I've done that more than once. I did that in Thailand as well. And After that incident? Yes. Hannah. Yes. Do you not learn? No, I don't (laughs) learn. I don't. Wow. I, because when you have Hagrid hair, you really like it's dep- it but depresses you got a me. reverse mullet. Did that not ring alarm bells when you're like, I probably should do this in Australia? <laughs> no. <Nah>. Okay. Um. <laughs> Desperate times call for death. Des- it's also oh, really clearly. it's also really cheap to get chemical hair. No shit. Done. <laughs> it's just oh my god. The worst was when I got it done in New York and I went to Chinatown and they put like a mask on my face. Because Hannah, you were in New York. You could have gone somewhere amazing. I, d- I was traveling and I was young. I didn't have the money to spend. So you've done this on three separate occasions and all Prob- have been poor experiences. Probably four or five. My hair only fell out once. Okay, Hannah's going to Thailand. You are not getting your hair chemically straightened. I'm not. I'm taking my GHD. Hence why I said I'm taking my GHD. (laughs) Um, I use the gold styler, by the way. Okay, next question. Is skin purging a real thing? Mm -hmm. It absolutely is. I think a lot of people think it's like some kind of lie, Um, but it definitely is a thing, especially if you've never used active ingredients or cosmeceuticals before and your skin just is not used to being stimulated in that way. Um, So it absolutely is a thing. And whenever anybody messages me on Instagram or wherever and asks about starting on a active skincare routine, I always warn them. Like you will probably have a breakout or two or have irritation. I reckon. Exactly. Um, For four to six weeks. So after the six week mark, I'd say if you're still having um, reactive skin or you're still having breakouts that Maybe those products aren't right for you, but in your experience as well, Hannah, you oh my went God. through. I will actually say it was upsetting me so much. And mm. My mum kept going, Hannah, stop whatever you're using because yeah. she doesn't know anything about it. <laughs> and I was like, I stopped and I started and I stopped and I started. And yeah. like, you just have to like give it a go. Like yeah. my skin now, it could take anything and it yeah. won't break out. Yeah. But literally like I reckon four to six weeks, mm-hmm. it was like a pizza face. Yeah. You yeah. really have to stick to it. And I think that's a mistake a lot of people make is that they spend a lot of money on expensive products. Mm-hmm. They use it for two weeks. They get four pimples and they freak out mm-hmm. and they go, I'm never using that again. That made me break out. But it is very stimulating. These ingredients do stimulate the skin and it can cause breakouts in people that are prone to them. I've never experienced purging and I know a few people that aren't prone to acne that have not experienced it either and have gone straight into active skincare. Mm. Um, But it will happen to some people and you do need to push through a little bit. But if it does seem more like irritation or an allergic response or after the six-week mark you're still having major issues, then that's probably time to look at whether those products are right for you. Okay, so another one which I really like because we don't get much many makeup questions and I love talking about makeup so can we get more makeup questions please um your favorite eyeshadow palette Hannah 
Um, as you know, I've been eyeshadow challenged in yes. the past, and yep. Joanna, you're learning. I know Joanna taught me how to do it. <laughs> I, pa- I pack it on and then I blend it out. There you go. Oh, yeah, she's got the terminology gold too. Gold star for Hannah. <laughs> um, I use. I've been using the Eye of Horus Winter Solstice. I know it's summer, but yep. um, it's got this beautiful. You know, like people use bronzer on their eyes. I yep. don't find it's pigmented enough. Yeah. Um, how technical am I, I right know, now? I'm so surprised. Again, you've <laughs> learned a lot. So um, this has a shade that I love, which is kind of like a bronze color, perfect for my skin tone, mm-hmm. but it's more pigmented. And so I pack it on with the designer brand's flat brush and then yep. I blend it with the designer brand's Blending fluffy brush. brush. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. And then if I'm going out and I'm wearing like a pink lip, they've got, it's got like a shimmery rose color. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll like I'll put a little bit of that in the corner. Oh, yeah. It's getting all technical. Um, and so I just like that palette. I haven't actually yep. used anything else in the past few months. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, I could You have a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of palettes. I've got a whole drawer full at home. Um, Few of my favourites are the Makeup Forever Let's Gold palette. A lot of people would have seen that across Instagram lately. That has some beautiful, warm, earthy tones, which I really love. The Balm have awesome eyeshadow palettes and they're super cheap as well. So I love that brand. Iconic London's uh, Day to Slay palette is also really good. I love warm tones, like anything that leans towards like orangey or pink, I really love. Um, so that's a good one for that too. And then one that we don't stock is Charlotte Tilbury's Pillow Talk um, eyeshadow quad, which I really love too. Yeah, you can't buy it anywhere in Australia Look, except online. So. I know. <laughs> like sometimes Joe and I will be – we actually said before we were like we – there's some products that you use that you can't get yeah. in Australia, like yeah. from an Australian retailer. So yeah. shout out to Charlotte Tilbury. <laughs> Please reign with the beauty. <laughs> um, we'll have you on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I actually get milia if I use cream. So this is a good question. How do you yeah. get rid of milia and what causes it? Um, I knew this was going to come up a lot because I get this question heaps when I do Q&As on my own Instagram. So milia develop when dead skin cells or keratin, which is the protein that's found in skin and hair, um, get trapped under the surface. So that often looks like a little raised bum, like a whitehead. But when you squeeze it, you can't get it out. So you end up causing a lot of trauma to the skin around the area. It's usually on the cheeks and eyes. A lot of people get them around their eyelids. I get it around um, my eyes. Lower lid, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually it is caused by um, using quite heavy or thick products in the area, or some people just have a predisposition to getting milia. But it is definitely important to have them professionally extracted. Do not try and squeeze them out at home; you'll who end can, up causing but more who damage. Can professionally extract them? a dermal clinician okay. or a dermatologist. So it is really important that you go to someone that's qualified to do extractions because that will minimise the damage and they can remove them immediately and then they'll heal properly. Um, So that's really important, but also exfoliating as well. And that is a little bit hard when it's close to the eye because you obviously don't want to be using a chemical exfoliant that close. But if you have them more on your cheeks, you could try using a chemical exfoliant more regularly. I was getting milia under my eye and obviously can't use a chemical exfoliant. So I actually just swapped to the Beauté Pacific Puffy Eyes Gel. Yeah. And that actually has cleared it up. I'd say if you're using like quite a heavy, thick eye cream and you're getting milia to switch to a serum or gel formula. So that brings us to our last question, which was really nice. Was really cute. I'm so glad someone asked this. <laughs> What's the fave thing about your jobs? Oh, I feel like I know what you're, you're going to say you love the podcast. I Someone did ask me, I think, 
like my manager was yeah. like, how are you enjoying your job? And I was like, I absolutely like love doing the podcast. Yeah. Um, just a little bit of background. Like I initially pitched the podcast with you being the only host. I always thought it was with no, you. I didn't know that I, you weren't planning on being if, on it. As if I thought that I would do a podcast. Oh, how boring would it have no. been just with me? <laughs> Can I be honest? Yes. <laughs> you meant to say no. It would have no. been really good. Do you know what? Because I was saying to Joe, I was walking around the supermarket last night and I, ha- I was listening to our latest episode and I was pissing myself laughing and I know that sounds really narcissistic <laughs> but I was like god we're like a good little team yeah so yeah I think the podcast has probably been my favorite thing but um I think the best thing about my job has been that firstly introduced me to skincare and I think mm-hmm. what I love like about the ethos of like adore beauty is that and why I like working there is I always thought beauty had to be about like covering mm-hmm. imperfections and about being someone different yeah. and I feel like what I've discovered is it's actually about like getting your skin to a place where you're really confident. And I know yeah. we've talked about that before, but like really drive it, drive home. it home with everyone <laughs> that that's like actually one of the nicest thing is not wearing makeup to work. Yeah, I agree. That's and probably one I've of my actually, my things. friends have joined, some of my friends have joined the movement and yeah. they're like, Oh, no one's noticed. And I was like, yeah. go you. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? What's your favorite part about your job? Um, I think something that I get asked a lot is whether the beauty industry is bitchy mm. and that's the absolute opposite of what, my experience has been in almost eight years in the industry. I have never experienced anything bitchy in my time at Adore and elsewhere. Like had some really close friendships with people Mm. that I've worked with. And even now, like I just love the people I work with Mm. and I love coming to work every day because I love the girls that are around me. And so I think that's so important is to have a really nice culture and a nice team and like we get to come in here and just talk shit on a podcast Mm. and like everyone else listens to it and it's just like so fun yeah what what else could I ask for what do you hate about your job Um, (laughs) sometimes we get narky with each other (laughs) yeah but that's normal that's really normal yeah we're kind of like sisters at this point yeah I don't have a sister so I don't really know what it's like like well you can come into my the sisterhood of my sisters. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I That's feel like nice. you're already kind of joining. I feel like Linda's you and, already my second yeah, mom. Yeah, so. and then like I feel like you and my mom and my sister talk about me behind my back. We do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and her mom um, walked past an event we were at the other day. I was like, hi, mom. <laughs> so, Hannah, I think since episode one where we touched on the J-Lo debate. I was like actually so offended. You were so offended, but I was right. You, you were Your right. skin age was older than J-Lo. Yeah, well, if her skin age is under 36. Yeah, so yeah. her skin age apparently, according to a cosmetic surgeon, is 32. Yeah. Yours was 36. Yes. It's now come down to 28. And I'm actually having another scan soon, yes. so we'll see what you it's might be at. younger than me. I am hope. I hope so. <laughs> I'm like, oh, That'll well, be hard for me to deal with. Yeah, I, I'm... Uh, <laughs> Well, yours is 22, so I yeah. really don't think I can get under 22. You never know. You're having a lot of treatments. I'm, I'm really hoping by this time next year mm-hmm. I'm being asked for ID again. <laughs> I'm not That's joking. a really good goal to That's have. That's actually my goal. Oh, no, no, no. The goal that we've talked about on another episode was going on a date with no makeup. Yes, which you are yet oh. to do. So I'm going to – I'll try to do that over the break. Can we film that? Oh. Do you reckon we could hide and like secretly film you from another table or something on a date? What I will no with no makeup. No, what Please. I'll do, I'll, I'll vlog it. I'll video. I'll video vlog it. What you're gonna sit at the table and be like, hey guys? When he goes to the toilet, I'll be like, you're not gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, I'll be like, hey guys, he's just gone to the toilet. <laughs> It's going really well. But then can we stop him outside and be like, hey, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> what did you think it? of Hannah's skin? <laughs> <laughs> a 
imagine if I go and he's like, wow, your skin. Do you know what? I'm so honest that I would probably just tell him like. What you were doing. I'd be like, um, by the way, I've got to do this experiment for work. And I'm not wearing any makeup. Yeah. And are yeah. you judging me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably will just say it up front <laughs> and defeat the whole purpose. Okay. Well, that kind of ruins the experiment, but. Yeah, so anyway, I've um, I hope everyone else has come on this skin journey with us. I would like podcast. to say a lot of people have reviewed the podcast and said they've bought heaps of stuff that we've recommended and said their skin has never looked better. Yep. Which I'm so glad to hear. That just makes me we so happy. We should start some sort of like show us your skin. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, in a non creepy way. In a non creepy yeah, way, show us your skin. Show us some a skin. Bit creepy. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, Let's work on that concept. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just 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 enjoy. Just um, getting you part of our little brainstorm. Yeah. <laughs> I've been do you know what I find really funny now is I get messages late at night from friends going, Can I do this? Can I do something? Yeah. Like, Why are you asking me? Yeah. Like live chat on the site. Yeah. Like, <laughs> by the way, you can if you if you have any questions about skincare, you can yeah. live chat on our site. Can you not message me? <laughs> I wouldn't message Hannah if no, I was you. I, I would customer like, service team. I'd go customer service yeah. over me any day. <laughs> All right, guys, that wraps us up for our last episode of the year. Yes, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast and you're checking back every week, just make sure you subscribe because you'll get a notification when our next episode comes out, which will be next year. And have a really good... Have a nice Christmas. And a a break. Yeah, Yeah, keep reapplying your SPF. Stay sun smart. (laughs) That's it. That's it. See you guys. (laughs) Bye. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated.